This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Storm Center. Here's your host, Langston Johnson. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Storm Center football pregame show. I'm your host, Langston Johnson, being joined as always by John Kay. John, it's cold outside and it's raining. How are you doing on the most miserable day we've had since we've got back of school? Uh, it's still shorts and t-shirt weather. Or, well, at least shorts weather. It's always shorts weather, though, with me. Unbelievable. Big shorts guy. I'm wearing, is, wearing flops still, too, man. This is when you separate, like, the type of the different types of people on campus. Like, yeah. you have the types of people that, there are, like, three types of people. You got the type of people like you that this doesn't phase you and you're still out there in shorts and sometimes you'll wear a t-shirt and flip-flops. Then you have the people like me who are throwing on sweats and a sweatshirt. And then you have the people who go overboard and... Like full coat, yeah. Like sweatshirt, Snow pants, like, yeah. Like, like it's like like it's really really cold. Like it's the end of days in Alaska, and we're not gonna see sunlight for two more weeks. And they they're all bundled up, and you're like, and you think I'm crazy. But truth be told, I almost threw on a coat this morning. But then I realized that it's only gonna get way worse from here. So soft. I, so I have to soft. like I have to make sure that I I'm not I'm not soft yet. Yet. All right, we're gonna jump right 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 into it today. We're coming to you as the Thunder sit at three and two on the season after a twenty-three fourteen loss to Alma. Alma last week. I almost said Olivet. So we play this week. Yeah, that's this week. Yeah, a fourteen or twenty-three fourteen loss to Alma last week, which saw the Thunder leading fourteen to three at halftime. And those are the type of things that are really frustrating. That that's just really frustrating. Yeah, that's. I mean. It's hard losing a lead like that and, you know, showed up in the first half, which is good, but you got to, you got to come out. And I know coach Ebbs stresses it a lot. You got to come out and finish. And they do not do that. And yeah, strangely, because this, this is a team we're used to seeing finish games. I mean, if you think about it, since we've been here, especially you, because my first year, wasn't this wasn't the you know undefeated seasons and all that but yours was when you first got here it was like this is the first time that you've seen our football team lose games so this is definitely something different for anyone that's not a senior it's like wow this team is losing what like what is this yeah I mean this is a team that the last two years as you said they hadn't lost a game but it was like when it was a close game like the we were, Ol- like the Olivet games the last couple of years. We're, we're pulling out wins. Yeah, we're pulling out wins. This is that was a that team would put their foot on the other team's neck and just end it. Yeah, they wouldn't let up and, and it's just kind of. I mean, I didn't get to watch the game. I so I don't really know what happened, but like the scoreboard kind of shows that they just they let off a little bit being up and Coach Abs probably very unhappy with that. And you and you can definitely have your your built-in excuses. Um, obviously, Brandon Winters sat out with a shoulder injury this last week, and his backup sat out with a shoulder injury this week. So went uh, Brent Hayes got the play in the first half, and and he played well. Um, and then 
ended up coming out and didn't play in the second half, but it's a coach's decision. It is what it is. Um, and now we're sitting here at a 23-14 uh, loss and 3-2 and two on the season. John, why don't you take us through how the offense did on Saturday? Yeah, as you talked about, split duty at quarterback Brent Hayes, 9-15 of 15 for 111 yards. Uh, freshman Alec, Alex Price, 2-5 for five for 20 yards. Um, Dylan Dowling, only six carries, but had 66 yards, ripped off a big 43-yard run. Hayes had seven rushes for 40 yards. Josh Davis had nine carries for 39 yards. And Price had 11 carries for 23 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Jacob Kes- Jacob Kesney. Yikes. <clears throat> Jacob Chesney had five catches for 51 yards. I'm going to butcher this, but... Kyron Pearson yep. had one catch for 41 yards. That's my man. It's Kyron. He graduated from my high school. Shout out Kyron KP. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of spreading the wealth. Seth Boggs a catch. Jalen Mack two catches. Zane Kirby a catch. Josh Davis a catch. So he did a good job of throwing the ball around a little bit. Looking over at the defensive side of the ball, um, if you look at like third downs, we did a pretty decent job of holding down on third downs, um, held them to 4 of 12 on third down, which is which is pretty good. I would say that's pretty good. But then they we allowed 228 rushing yards, which is not that great. Um, 319 total yards, including, like I said, 228. Uh, and they, they got a lot of guys' carries. They had six guys with at least two carries, um, and they were spreading the ball around a little bit on the ground. I mean, they didn't, obviously did not have a lot of passing yards, but they were spreading the ball a lot spreading the ball around a lot on the ground. Um, Damian Bucker actually led the way with 11 tackles, um, including one interception. And then Simeon Washington, Jared Bilchek, Trey Richardson, Mason McFarland all had six tackles. Mason McFarland also had a sack and a half a tackle for a loss. So now this is where we are. We kind of are sitting here, sitting at three and two, um, wondering kind of what's next because – this isn't a territory that a lot of a lot of the guys on the football team have been in, and it's also a territory that the coaches haven't been in in a while. Where, and I don't say that the season is over, but you can't win anything now. With two losses in football, is it football is different than any of the other sports? Because like basketball, you know, we play every single team twice. The, the we have basically two months for conference. You know, you lose one, you lose three games you're still fine. We lost, what did we lose, three? I think we lost two or three conference games last year, and we still won the conference. Um, but in football, you lose one, you're, 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 you're right there, and you lose two, that's basically it, and your season is basically done for. So now it's kind of going to be interesting to see what the coaches decide to do. Do you, do you play out? Um, do you start to throw in some young guys? Do we start to see Coach Abs? Start to throw in his young guys. As we say, Kyron Pearson got in uh, at receiver, who's a freshman. Um, Alex Price played the whole second half, who's a freshman. Um, do you start to see those younger guys? Or, you know, do you kind of still ride with your guys and, like, all right, here we go. We're just going to finish this season, and then we're going to move on. Yeah, it's tough because, I mean, like, Brandon Winters is a senior, and there's a couple other guys out there that are, you know, a little older that have worked really hard for this opportunity. Dylan Dowling moving around, as we talked about when we spoke with him. I, th- we're gonna, I think we're going to see a combination of both. We're going to see some young blood in there just to get them experience and see what they can do, see what we're setting ourselves up for, 
up for with their four years of eligibility. Yep. And we're going to see a lot of the old guys play too. But something that we can't leave out is that we can play spoiler for a lot of teams. Oh, yeah. Like we could we could spoil Olivet season a little bit here this week and then so-and-so the next week and the next week and the next week. Like there's still a lot of season to play. And you're now you're playing to – Mess your rivals up a little you're, bit. You're playing for pride, and you're pre- and you're playing to kind of be like, all right, well, we can't win. Let's make sure you don't win either. But you're setting yourself up for next year. Yeah. Because if you learn how to win now, it makes winning a lot easier next year. Because you oh, have yeah. to learn how to win. I'm a firm oh. believer in that. Oh, you definitely have to learn how to win. You definitely have to learn how to win. So, like, games like this, you learn something from it, and you take that, and you put it towards, you know, winning your next game. So. Yeah. It's going to be a good battle against Olivet this weekend. Really tough defensive team, only allowing 230 yards per game, 67 of those on the ground, 160 of those through the air, 14 points per game. We're we're in for a battle this week. This team is a very mentally tough team, I believe, because Coach Abs wouldn't let it be any other way. So we're we're going to see a lot out of this team this weekend, I think. And especially with it being Olivet, them being undefeated coming to our house i think this is our chance to play a little spoiler and a lot of those guys in the locker room are thinking thinking the same thing yeah as, as you talked about all of us undefeated sitting at five and zero on the season uh after picking up a 21 to 17 win over adrian last week um they're averaging about 42 points a game in the conference season uh which is only two games but still averaging 42 points a game but also averaging about 400 yards total um on the season, and it's kind of interesting. You, they're doing all this with a freshman quarterback. So they have a freshman in there at quarterback. They do have a senior running back, but he has three lost fumbles on the season. And then their two go-to receivers are both freshmen. So this is an Olivet team that is good right now with pieces on the offense, at least, that is putting up points and getting yards that is young. This is a young, this is a, this is a young team, at least on the outside. Yeah, and that's – Interesting to see because, like, with a lot, not just D3 colleges or colleges in our conference, but, like, big colleges, how many, like, true true freshman starters do you see? Exactly. Not many, or, especially a quarterback. Or, or true freshman starters do you see on good teams? Like, I always talk about with March Madness, every single year it's the same thing. You have your teams that are the most talented, but you have to look at your teams that are the best coach, but also – who has the most upperclassmen? Because upperclassmen win you games. They win you close games. That experience, all of that, 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 that's the stuff that wins you the championships, not, you know, all the flash. And, and easy to think of Duke last year, lost to a Michigan State team that was experienced. Duke was the flashy team. They were probably the better team. But Michigan State had more experience. And um, experience wins. And it's definitely it's – definitely like really here in Division Three, I would say just as much, if not more, than anywhere else, um, and and I think that is, I think it's just as much as the case here. Yeah, and the thing we're gonna run into is, is while they have a really young offense, we also have a really young defense. Yeah, like that front seven's not very young, but our back four is really young, and you know we're gonna get a chance to see how they do again this weekend. Yeah. It's going to be a test, um, and and you definitely do not want another repeat of the last time that they were at home. So it's going to be one of those things where 
you know, you don't want to get embarrassed at home in front of your friends and family, um, and and you would like to win, and you would like to not lose three games in a row for the first time in a very, very, very long time. So that's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to be there. Um, I'm excited to call the game. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. No problem, buddy. So, you got anything else for us today, John? Um, show up. It doesn't matter what the record of the team is. Mm-hmm. You can make a difference in a game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you'll th- you'll see that a lot during basketball season. Yep, absolutely. Langston can attest to that. Yes, I mean, I can attest to that. The crowd gives you gives energy. you that juice. So, crowd gives you energy for sure. The more the more into it the crowd is, and the better the crowd is. The more you know, the more it helps. So I would definitely say show up and show out. Uh, make sure make sure everyone's there. You you'll get to see me get honored at halftime. So at least go for that. So that's why you don't want to call the game. No, no, I'm just playing. No, 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 no. Um, follow us on Instagram. Send us DMs. What you're thinking, feeling? What you want us to talk about? Yeah. Questions that you might have for people when we figure out who we're getting in this joint. Yeah, we haven't had people in a couple weeks, but. We'll, we'll, we'll get back on that before that. Yeah, we're working on a schedule change. Yeah. So. Try, try and storm center on yep. Instagram. Yep, make sure you go give us a follow. Make sure you give me a follow on, on Twitter, at langlang underscore three, L-A-N-G, L-A-N-G underscore three. The real John K underscore because I'm not cool enough to have just the real John K on Twitter. Uh, okay. uh, the underscore makes you unique to Twitter. Right. Twitter's, Twitter usernames are about underscores. Right. All right, that's going to do it for for us. I'm your host, Langston Johnson. As always, being joined by John Kay. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.